0: Welcome to it. This is Know Your Power, the podcast series brought to you by V.W. Amarok. And over the course of this series, we want you to firstly discover the man that is Siabelo Sunatla, but most importantly, help you tap into what real power is. Siabelo knows that his power comes from the people around him, and he surrounds himself with excellence, brilliance, and humility. In part one of this episode, we get into his relationship with Murray Ingram high-performance director at Connect Sports Academy. The first five episodes are live right now, so make sure you get them all by clicking the link in the bio of your favorite podcast app. Sabs, what's happening?
1: I think I think I should do the intro to tomorrow, man. Da What's up, my man? I'm
2: 11. Happy to be here.
1: He's never like this. He's normally like, you know, he's normally trying to kill me, kind of. He's got that face, like, hey, I'm going to kill you type of thing. Yeah. Wow. So, right now he's... <laughs>
2: I'm on my best behaviour
1: today. I can see that, Murray. Don't
0: let me being a guest yeah. let you let, let yeah. you stop here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Murray, go, go, go ahead, man. Tell us who you are, uh, what you're about, and uh,
2: and where we are at the moment. So, long story short, I, I run a high performance centre and I run an academy for developmental athletes, um, most of whom are from similar backgrounds to my eleven over here. And um, so we, we kind of connected initially around the academy, but also he was at a place in his career where he felt like he was, tradi- he was transitioning from the, the glory days of sevens and, and had aspirations or has aspirations in, in 15s and, and just felt like he needed to do something extra um, to kind of make that transition a little bit more seamless. Um, yeah, so that's me. Um, I'm kind of his go to guy in, in some ways, or so one of his go to guys, I'd like to think.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, certainly. I like, I like how you say you do my conditioning. It's crazy, our sessions are almost like therapy to a sense. I know I have someone like Patty that takes care of that formally, but with Camarizo here, you know, especially when doing our warm ups, and I'm going to have a little studio that we go into to do our warm ups. And that's just me, just like blabbing, you know, all things that bother me. And he does the same. So we have a very interesting relationship, myself and Murray. It's it's amazing. Yeah. No, you, you
0: know, as we said, uh, we kind of, um, as I said at the top, is we want you to know your power. And I, I want to talk to something like that, Murray, in terms of you know, Siavello comes from that sevens. And before we go back to, to to your story, Stabs, what I love about you is that you come from that sevens. And I've I've known a few sevens rugby players that are scared to make that jump, you, you know, again, that's letting me know is that, you, you know, sometimes you can become defined as I'm a sevens player. That's what I am. You said, look, I'm, I'm scared. I'm a sportsman and it must be scary, but I'm going to make. I'm also, I want to be a mentor to the people because you don't have to do these things. Being a spo- uh, an elite yeah, yeah. sportsman is brutal, you know, and, and Murray, you say, uh, you know, you sent me such a great quote that I think I'd love to tap into about what you guys will talk about. And I think, Sabs, you were alluding to it. You said the reason you connect is because Sabs is a really deep, thoughtful, introspective person. He is destined for great, great things once again. And I love that once again part is sevens, those other ambitions. So I'd love you to take us into just your informal and formal sessions. You know, Sabs, you come from where you come from and maybe you want to give us that background and maybe we can go to Murray and say, what do you guys t- talk about? So maybe, Subs, for those people who don't know at home uh, how you grew up, where you ca- came from, and truly, I believe, the miracle of you being here. Maybe give us that background before, before we take okay. it forward.
1: Well, my, my story is not a Siakulisi story. It's not a true Rags to riches story. Um, but it has an element of, because, because of the fact that where I come from, I'm originally from Valcom, you know, are these few that side. You know, you always think of people that are in Joburg or Cape Town making it because obviously that's where the opportunity resides, um, as we know it in this world. Um, so me coming from there, never saw myself, you know, amounting to anything besides what I saw, you know, the white and blue collar type of work, mostly blue collar. Um, so having seen myself now in the situation and looking back, literally I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought, you know. And I think part of what myself and Mary can relate so much to is the fact that, you know, where we come from is, is kind of like, you know, destined to like keep us in that same space. You know? So for us and how we connect is, is we try to re-engineer mindsets and we try to make people aware that, you know, it's not about where you come from. That really matters. It's all about where you're trying to go to. And obviously taking people out out of their situation because, you know, those areas are kind of like, you know, um, kind of like created to keep you there. I'm talking a lot about um, the township now, uh, as we like to speak with Marie, you know, those those type of areas are are destined to keep you there. So if you take people out of them, you create a new type of mindset and you create a new way of thinking, which is um, what we need in this point in time. And, you know, Murray, uh, on that point
0: was CRL always talks about this country and we speak of the Republic of South Africa um, needs better men. And I absolutely love that because, you know, uh, at the Performance Center, I I would imagine uh, that as you are the director of the Connect High Performance Center is that I would imagine in this new age is you can't just deal with the athlete, right? You, you've got to deal with the man and reach inside of him before we de- develop Sunat, the, the superstar that can be in Dubai sidestepping and scoring hat-tricks which is just for him rolling out of bed. We get that.
1: My job is to make it look very, very easy but it's really not that easy. You know? it's, it's actually...
0: You are doing a good job, pal, of, of making it look easy because I'm watching and I'm like, are those other guys not trying or is that Thanos over there? Because some of the your highlight reel is
1: out of hand, bro. It is out of hand. Every season it is. It's all just pretense I'm pretending not to, you know, not to be tired and look too hectic, but I'm dying because <laughs>
0: But, but, but Murray, what he spoke of again is we only get to see the man when he's doing what he does, right? But behind the scenes, he has a great team and he, he, he loves you guys. And I, I love that about Ciavelo is that he's saying that it takes more than just me. There is a team to, to get me there. But when you had to tap into the man, Murray, at the High Performance Center, what is it about SABs for you where you said, oh, that one, there? I'll, I'll work with him because I'm sure you get a litany of offers to come and work with you.
2: Yeah, I think um, what you touched on earlier about, you know, it's not just about the athleticism. I mean, we have a simple adage that uh, it starts with the human, then athlete second, and then whatever sport you're involved with. If you're a rugby player, we work quite a lot in tennis as well. Uh, then you're, you know, that comes third. And, I, you know, sometimes people say these things without really applying it. But, um our background so um you know my background is is kind of twinned by two things i i worked in a in a physical therapy practice in town uh, uh, for about 15 years and uh, alongside that for about 10 of those i i, I worked in kimecha um starting the academy and and doing a few other things and and that's what what bella was talking about early earlier about the, the township that's i'm not from a township clearly but you know, having spent a decade of my life or more in a place like Kailiche, and, and not just being there superficially, but being engrossed in in many children's lives, some of whom are like, uh, like my own children now. You get to understand, especially from my privileged uh, perspective, that this country is deeply fragmented. Um, and that starts with us males. What you touched on earlier about positive male role models, you know, that's Something that's I, I've had to do is that many of the young athletes that have come through our system, I can't only be coached to them. Most of them, or not most of them, but a lot of them don't even know who their da- their dads are. Mm. Um, so when you when you're trying to mentor young people and bring them through, you can't just pretend that that doesn't exist. Um, so for me, as I've kind of gone and. And built my career. What what's become very important to me is the type of person that I work with. I'm a purposeful person, and I try to be a conscious human being. And Ciarbello uh, is is that you know, he's a person that we can talk about things beyond the superficial nature of 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 the world that we 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 inhabit. And I, I mean, sport sport can be very superficial. It can be very ego-driven. It can be, you know, about Instagram likes and, and you know, that's what – it doesn't drive either of us. So for me personally, I'm at the age – I'm in my mid-40s. I'm at the age where I want to do what I want to do and I kind of want to work with people that I can in the, the 20 minutes or half an hour that we're doing our mobility work, that we can actually talk about stuff that that matters and that's relevant and and – that has a depth to it. And, you know, that's where it starts. Um, and then it obviously it, it kind of evolves because uh, he's so involved in the academy yeah. now as a mentor. Um, I mean, we're in the midst of playing a couple of tournaments and uh, he's on the sideline with me, him and his mate uh, right now.
1: MKT, I didn't realize I had to get to be on the sidelines. I caught
0: myself yeah. shouting. Yeah. Yeah. Sabs, <laughs> here's your problem. You think sidestepping and conditioning for your whole life to get to a sevens final is the hard part? Oh, you are wrong. You don't know how tough it is to order a terrible burger and a pie on the side and stand there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but talk True. to me, Sabs, because uh, now you—why is it so tough for you on the
1: side? <laughs> no, like it's different. Like for me, obviously, because I'm always inside. You know, I'd rather be inside because. I have a hand in the result. You know, being outside, you don't have a hand. And obviously, you're dealing with stuff like referees and stuff like that. We don't, we're not playing in, you know, club tournaments or, like, tournaments which, which aren't that of a high standard. So, obviously, you get the crappiest riffs and stuff like that. So, stuff like that irritates you because those things affect the result of the game, right? So, you end up being there, like, and I'm not a person, like, you'll never see me go to a ref in a game, or playing professionally and be like, yo, I'll never do that. But yeah. outside, I'm there, dude. I'm there. You're that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but
0: you, you, you know, to that point, to that point, because I think it speaks to something, right? Is that most sportsmen don't, some guys don't watch and to, to get that involved because it's your profession. But for you, is you're doing something else there. The, the mentorship thing uh, and subs, so I'd like you to talk to this and say uh, maybe you're linked to Murray and in terms of developing yourself, not just as a rugby player, as a man, yeah. you, you know, sometimes it's difficult to separate those two. But I think you've, you've shown an element of I'm willing to mentor, which is more than I have to do. And now that speaks to something else that is it something from inside of you? Do you believe that teams, like having guys like Murray with you has, has unlocked something deeper in you so that you may know a different power to, to, to just scoring tries every weekend?
1: Yeah, most certainly. Like um, having people like Murray, uh, the people in my life have, has really unlocked, you know, that certain power inside of me. Um, I'm a growing human being and I'm always developing. I wouldn't say like I'm finished or I'm, I'm near being finished. You know, I'm always growing and I'm always changing and I'm always, you know, pivoting uh, throughout different spheres of my life, you know, and what I found specifically with the mentoring part is the fact that I never had good examples growing up and I always, you know, link things back to Falcon because that's, that's my base. So when I look at my base, I'm always trying to see how I can try to change other people's base so that it's it's a better platform to live their lives from, right? So I never had, I never had good examples and, I never had, you know, like, even though I, I wasn't stand to play rugby then, but even though I was a rugby player, I never saw people which were playing rugby professionally. And, you know, I never saw them as people that I can interact with. I always saw them as superheroes, like people that are afar. you know, there was no accessibility to it. I never spoke to one. I never touched one. I never, you know, interacted with one in any way, you know. So fast forward to me being me now, I always try to be accessible because I, I really understand how important that is, you know. It's not just I'm um, the as oh, the superstar. Now it's sublessor, and that the human as well because they see how I manoeuvre and they see how I do things. Then I keep on going back to to welcome and being a good example because I believe that's how it starts, you know. But having these kids touch and feel and talk to me and having conversations outside of rugby, just like genuinely just being around them the whole time, you know, gives them a sense of, okay, he's human. Nothing is special about him, so I can also do it. And that creates, you know, hope. Um, and with hope, a person can do so much because you see this thing here, it's like, it's not just a, a distant dream. Suddenly it's something that's so close to you and you see it in flesh every single day, you know. You see this person and you do, you see how they operate, you see how they work. So that's what I'm trying to, you know, um, show these youngsters is it's like, yo, this is, it's not just a fairy tale. It can't be just a fairy tale. This is how you need to live it. This is how you need to train. This is what you need to put in. So they see it in the flesh and not just the, um, uh, a story that, uh, you know, people tell, the time, oh, you need to be disciplined. You need yeah. to see it. They see it in there, So it's easy for them to translate it into yeah. their own lives.
0: Hey, Murray, how about this guy, huh? I mean, I listen to that. I'm ready to run through a brick wall right now because… <laughs> No, it's it's a wild story, and and for those people who don't know Valcom, you can go and look that community up. Is that you know, um, and that really speaks to my heart because I come from a family that comes from similar circumstances, and you know, within uh, my family, it harbors a lot of anger, and you get a lot of angry young men. And Siabelo said, no, 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 guys, no, not me. I will be a beacon of hope.